here we are at Arrow chapter and verse 7. Uh, we're talking about Legends of Tomorrow, episode 15, Destiny. Uh, and I cannot see that word or watch this episode without thinking, Destiny! Destiny! No escaping you for me! Destiny! Anyway, that's what the whole thing's about. So we find out that um, not only are the Time Lords working with Vandal Savage, they have a thing that allows them to manipulate time, which means that all of the actions of the crew of the Wave Rider have been manipulated to bring about uh, the end that <clears throat> the Time Lords desired, which is a world united under Vandal Savage that can successfully resist the Thanagarians, because otherwise the Thanagarians wipe out humanity for reasons, I guess. I, I don't think they would. I think they'd probably conquer Earth, uh, take its resources, and enslave humanity. Um, but I don't think they'd, they'd wipe us out just for cause. Um, so here's the thing. Time travel is sticky because it's one of those things where basically if you can do it, it and you're good at it, it lets you do pretty much whatever you want. You can change events. You can, you know, do whatever you want. But the problem is, usually in this sort of time travel story, there are competing time travelers. So what you end up with is a timeline that remains mostly the same because somebody comes by to fix what you do, or you came by to fix what somebody else did, and it, it's just sort of a big stalemate, which is pretty much this season, which is what I've been complaining about. And it, it doesn't really help to know that the reason it's been like this is because the Time Masters have been manipulating everything all along. It, it just makes it a little bit more frustrating. Uh, Rip, of course, is devastated by this because he finds out that the organization that he worked for felt that killing his wife and children would give him, or wife and child, would give him the necessary motivation to do the things he needs to do, which end up helping Vandal Savage. So, I mean, it's it's a friggin'. Uh, there's some friggin' happening, but what are you going to do? It's DC Comics and uh, the origin of the expression, uh, fridge or Girl in the Refrigerator stems from them and an early uh, early issue of the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern series where he literally opens a fridge to find his girlfriend in order to make him become Green Lantern. Fun, fun times. So this episode is a lot of... Well, there, there's a few things going on. First of all, Jefferson has gone into the past... Uh, He's done that in order to save his life, to prevent himself from uh, aging prematurely. Um, that is successful. He meets Martin Stein. He talks to Martin Stein. We're not sure what he tells past Martin Stein, but of course Martin Stein in the present knows everything that he's been told by Jefferson and has been keeping it under wraps. This is also sort of them excusing the roofie business because Jefferson mentions it to Martin Stein, thereby giving him the idea to drug Jefferson and drag him aboard the Wave Rider. So Jefferson basically it ends up roofing himself by proxy. Um, then in the, I guess in the present, at the vanishing point, we've got uh, White Canary and Captain Cold, who break the Wave Rider out of the hangar it's in, thanks to, uh, thanks to Gideon, giving them little discs that install a virus on the other ships, essentially. Uh, so they get out. They blow up uh, a section of the uh, um, 
the vanishing point, they break in, they free their friends, everybody's together, everybody's super disappointed to find out that they've been dancing to a tune called by the Time Lords, and they then decide to destroy the Oculus, which is the thing that lets the Time Lords look through time and control time and whatnot. Of course, that's a very reasonable um, reaction, I would think, and because it's a reasonable reaction, the Time Lords are ready for them, or Time Masters, sorry, not Time Lords, it's not Doctor Who, as much as they kind of want it to be. Anyway, so they go to the Oculus Wellspring, uh, they go to destroy it, they are caught by Time Master Druce and a platoon of uh, of heavies who are there with their laser rifles, and everything looks bad until Jefferson comes back from the past and starts shooting up the heavies, and he forms Firestorm with Martin Stein, so everybody's okay and nobody's going to die, and there's a bunch of blasty, 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 and uh, Rip, uh, uh, Rory, and um, Palmer run into where the Oculus is, and Palmer starts fiddling with the Oculus, because th that's the thing. Once again, if you're a science guy... It doesn't matter what your science is. You know how to science anything. So if you see this thing that controls time and is built hundreds of years after you were born, it's fine. You, you know what you're doing. You can reverse the polarity once again and flip a few wires. Now, Rip foresaw Ray Palmer's death doing this. So as Ray Palmer is doing it, Rip says, no, you can't do this. You're going to die. And right about the time that he says that, this weird fail-safe thing shows up. And what it means is somebody has to be there to press down on it in order uh, for the explosion to happen. So a fail-safe was built in requiring somebody to give their own lives if they actually want to destroy the Oculus, which seems like a bad idea, because it's like, if you've gone that far, surely you're going to find somebody who's willing to give up everything to destroy this thing that has controlled their whole lives. And as it happens, uh, Heatwave knocks Adam Palmer over, or Ray Palmer, Atom, the Atom, uh, not Adam, but uh, knocks him over the head, knocks him down, and takes his place and just starts, uh, you know, puts one hand on the failsafe and uses his fire gun on other people because he had uh, a conversation with uh, Ray Palmer earlier about how he was able to avoid getting brainwashed the second time the Time Masters had him. And the reason he was able to avoid getting brainwashed is because he focused on the team. So now the guy who once sold them out to uh, Time Pirates has decided that he is a part of the team and the team is a good thing and he's in it for the team. Um, so he is there, ready to die. Uh, everybody else runs out the building. They find Captain Cold. Captain Cold... And White Canary are there. Captain Cold's like, where's my friend Heatwave? And they're like, well, he's going to stay with the machine until it blows up. And Captain Cold says, no, no. So he runs over to the Oculus Wellspring. He knocks Heatwave over the head for the second time in the series. And he decides to take Heatwave's place. And as he does that, White Canary is with him. As he does that, she gives him a smooch because they've been... There's sort of been some hints at a relationship this whole time, and again, that that's how this plays out, right? You can't have a relationship if you're a superhero. You're either going to have to sacrifice yourself, or a villain's going to kidnap the people that you love, or something like that. And it's it's just what I want to see, honestly, is a healthy relationship on the show, preferably where both people are doing superhero stuff. 
So they both know what's going on. They both know the life and they can both handle it. Um, we're going to get a healthy relationship with Barry and Iris. And I assume Oliver and Felicity are going to, at some point, work things out. But it, it would just it would just be nice to see some people have a regular relationship without the angst that comes um, from a superhero getting involved with someone. It'd be nice to see that uh, relationship as a source of strength rather than a point of weakness and rather than something that can be destroyed really quickly. You know, um, there's of course not to mention uh, Kendra and Carter and Ray. Uh, and of course, Kendra and Carter's relationship is weird and, you know, problematic because they've been dating for 4,000 years and they can never really see anybody else because when the other one shows up, they're like, oh, I got to be with this person. And again, I think polyamory would have fixed that, but uh, nobody asked me to write for the Arrowverse. All right. So Captain Cold is there. He, the machine blows up uh, as he says, he got no strings on him, killing a bunch of time masters and really like wrecking the crap out of the vanishing point. Of course we see the wave rider just, uh, fly off right as the explosion sort of um, hits its peak or what have you. Uh, the other thing that happened is uh, the Time Masters being sort of complete dicks, they agreed to give Kendra and Carter over to the care of Vandal Savage. We see Kendra in uh, uh, not exactly the cockpit, but sort of a passenger area of this time ship that Savage is on. He explains that Carter is in stasis in the hold, Nobody explained to me that you could have stasis, but it makes sense. You're a time ship. You should be able to do something like that. And he goes off to kill Rip Hunter's wife and kid. So we see him do that again. And my question is, are they telling us that this this can't be changed? Because now without the Oculus, it seems like it could be. Um, although Rip is, you know, devastated to find out that he hasn't changed anything when he asks Gideon. It's it's it was weird for me to see that again because usually seeing that again would mean we're going to see something different this time, um, or we're going to uh, or this is or, or saying this is it this is not going to be changed much like the uh, the Flash and his mom. Um, now while the Flash and his mom we understand why like his. Uh, his self, one of his selves waved at the Barry whose adventures we were following and said, you know, don't, don't change this. That could wreck the timeline too much. So Barry elects not to, and it's terrible. But this whole show has been about saving Rip's family and preventing Vandal Savage from coming to power. I assume if they do that, then the next season would be about preventing the Thanagarians from invading Earth. Maybe, I don't know. Um, we'll see when we get there. But it, it, it's going to be real, it's going to be very disappointing if they can't accomplish that, right? There doesn't seem to be a reason, especially with the Oculus gone, that they can't. But the way the show is telling the story, it's making it seem like it's, um, again, to borrow from Doctor Who, a fixed point in time. Uh, I'm trying to remember whether there's anything else really important with the show or with this episode. And I, I don't think there was. Um it, there was a lot of action in this episode as things go. It was pretty fun. Uh, but I think that that might be it for um, this episode of Arrow, Chapter, and Verse. Once again, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time when we're going to be talking about The Flash.